Welcome back to the Between the Stitches podcast. Jared and Ryan here with you on episode number 11 of what is many, Jared? Many episodes. Um, We've got a lot going on in the world of baseball. Byron Buxton is way better than he gets treated. I don't think people think Byron Buxton's bad, but we'll tell you why Byron Buxton is maybe a top five player when he's playing baseball. We'll talk about Angel Hernandez making headlines just again. Uh, He's a terrible umpire. Everybody knows that, but another situation where he's at the forefront of umpires being shitty and Yankees fans show the uglier side of the fan base rain beers down on players on the field. So a lot of action happened over the last few days. We appreciate you guys tuning in to the Between the Stitches podcast with Jared and Ryan. Baseball only show, part of the Phenomenal Fan Media Group. Stick around, got a lot to talk about, and let's just jump straight into the action. Another week has gone by, or a few days, I guess you could say, in the world of baseball. Teams, players, coaches, all starting to show their true colors. The sample sizes are getting bigger. Players are getting more opportunities to level out things like batting average and slugging and OPS starting to accumulate more statistics, home runs, RBIs, hits, strikeouts, wins. People are showing their true colors, Jared. One of the guys that I am very high on, and I always have been, is Byron Buxton. He, at the moment, Jared, today is Tuesday, April 26th. Tied for the league league in home runs, six jacks, 11 ribbies. He's got a stolen base. He's batting 351 with a 1361 OPS in 10 games. 10 games he's played, and he has, he has six home runs. Over his, the span of his career, Jared Byron Buxton has played 46 games, 92 games, 140 games. 28 games, 87 games, 39 games, and 61 games. The guy simply can't stay on the fucking field. He can't. But when he's on the field, last year, Jared, he had 60, played 61 games. He had 19 home runs with 1,005 OPS. 19 home runs, 61 games. This year, he's got 6 and 10. Not to mention, Jared, he flies. Plays an incredible defensive center field. I think when Byron Buxton is healthy, he is a top five player in the major leagues. 
thoughts? Oh, I absolutely think so. I think like when he got drafted, I think the biggest thing with him is when he first came up in the league, he was with, obviously he got drafted by the Twins. What was he? Was he number two or number one overall? Uh, he was like a top. Early pick. Yeah, he was, really, he was really early pick. I think that he is a good case of one of those guys that like came out of high school, was so good, so fast, that he kind of got brought up to the major leagues quick. And how could so, you like, not? I think, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And you like you're super talented. You're you're like super super talented. You're fast. You got a cannon arm. There's all this potential there, and the, and the team needs you. So like he's he's 28 right now. When did he get drafted? He got drafted in the first round, second overall in 2012, and he made his major league debut in 2015. And he was drafted out of high school, so that's a pretty quick trajectory. Wow. Less than three that's, years that's out of high school. Crazy, crazy. That was ten years ago. But yeah, he to get to the major leagues within three years. I felt like out of high when school. He came up. Yeah, out of high school. Yeah, uh, I feel like when he came up, like there's just that learning curve. Like you're playing at the highest level. So like we're just seeing Byron Buxton start to flourish in his career. Like you're talking about a guy who's 28. He'll probably play till he's you know 40 years old because he's a you know a top a top pick like that. I think maybe like we haven't really got to see what he's made of in a full season yet. Like in terms of like him playing at the best at a mature level. Um, obviously, like you said, he's a freakishly elite defender. He's that home run. He hit the other day went 460, 460 feet. I remember, remember when he, I actually remember when he got drafted, I remember like reading about him and he pitched in the state championship but he struck out he hit 98 miles per hour pitching in the state championship what? in high school Jesus. and struck and, and struck out 17 batters for his team i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure that's the story i read it was so, a state like, championship it, um, you said yeah i think so let's see By, yeah uh, let's see byron byron this is his um, Wikipedia page. As a pitcher, his senior year, he went 10 and 1 with a 1.9 ERA, 154 strikeouts in 81 innings. He threw a fastball that was recorded at 99 miles an hour. Uh, it doesn't mention his thing, but I mean, from what this says, that sounds about right. Got up to 99. What? Yeah. So, so he's just he's just an absolute freak athlete, you know. So it's like he's not even a freak I, I athlete; really, he's just a fucking freak, dude. He's literally a freak. Yeah. Like yeah, what? It's, it's, dude, he's yeah, a freak. So, uh, yeah, I remember. I remember reading that when he got drafted. Like, I remember like seeing him get like drafted. I was like a lot. I was really into that, like reading, like into like their. Yeah. I remember like when Aaron Judge got drafted. I always remember like reading into their like their bios because. Like, geez, who are these guys going? Who are these guys going like top? And by like, the way, okay, he does ninety nine. By the so, way, Jared, his Iron Box is a is a freak. His OPS plus this year is two hundred ninety eight. League average is a hundred, so he's a hundred. He's almost two hundred percent better than the league average player. He right now is sixth in wins above replacement in WAR. Manny Machado is at number one. Arenado two. Wander Franco three. JP Crawford at four and Keegan Thompson five. Byron Buxton's at six with a 1.2 war already this season. And 
I also think, Jared, the thing with Byron Buxton is that it's obvious it's obvious that he's extremely physically gifted, but he also has that factor that like only like I feel like a dozen or so in the guys in the big leagues have. And it's that like electricity factor. Yeah. Tatis, Javi Baez, Acuna. Where it's like, it is absolutely just pure, unadulterated fucking juice when he steps in the box. Juice. Energy. Morale. Fucking fires a guy up. Feels like it's the type of guy, Jared, who could single-handedly win you a game if it's tied in the ninth inning and he comes up to the plate to lead off the ninth. He could come up. Not obviously he could hit a home run, but he could come up with a ninth and draw a leadoff walk, steal second, steal third, get score, get home on a wild pitch, and like win you a game single handedly, or just steal yeah. you an extra three bases a game, or shit like that. Where it's just like, I mean, God, he's just so explosive, man. And to have the kind of power, by the way, that he has in the body that he has playing a position like center field, it's fucked, dude. It is fu- he's six foot ten, six foot two, six two, hundred ninety pounds, and he just hit a ball four hundred seventy feet the other day. <laughs> like, like, yeah. There's some guys that are he's like just, monsters that can't hit a ball that far. He's a, well, he's just one hundred ninety pounds of just fucking twisted steel. That's why. That's, That's literally why he's so fast. Dude. That's why he's got a cannon of an arm. He's a like, beast. He doesn't have any. He doesn't have any waste on his body. The guy, like, just watch him run. Like, he's just a guy that. And another another thing that happens with a guy like him plays in Minnesota. I just, I just fucking can't emphasize it enough. If the guy plays in a bit uh, New York. for a big market team, New York, LA, Boston, he just, he gets fucking twice as much media coverage. You know, he's always talked about. He's he like, he, I don't know. Just feel like a guy with the twins. You know, like it's always quiet. You don't, you don't hear about guys. With the twins. Oh, for sure. Josh Donaldson d- disappeared for five years or however long he was there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Though it's like, it's like. Miguel Sano was a super exciting prospect. Nobody knows who the fuck he is. Yeah. Unless you're a baseball fan. Most people don't know who Miguel Sano is. Yeah. It's not like if you play for the fucking Dodgers, like this guy hits 30, has hit 35 jacks in the season. Like it's like, like you just really don't hear about anybody until they go play for a big market team. It's because I don't know. So Byron Buxton is, has, has been a victim of that a little bit for sure. So no doubt. Yeah, absolutely. No stuff. doubt. Um, love Byron Buxton. Kind of like the Twins, Jared. Looking through the standings here. Um, twenty twenty two regular season standings as of again Tuesday, April twenty sixth. Blue Jays sit at eleven and six. The Yankees are ten and six. The Blue Jays lead the uh, American League East. The Twins lead the Central at 8-8. Eight and eight. Not a great record, but they lead the Central. The Mariners are leading the American League West at 10-6. and six. The Mets have the most wins in baseball, leading the NLEs 13-5. Again, we mentioned this last time we did the standings updates. Nobody else in that division has a record above 500. Mets already have a four-and-a-half game lead. St. Louis and Milwaukee tied for first. In the Central, feel like that's going to be a two-horse race going on the entire year. And Jared in the NL West, Dodgers are twelve and four, Giants are twelve and five, 
Rockies are 10 and 6. Padres are 10 and 7. There is a very realistic chance that the current standings, Dodgers first, Giants second, Rockies third, Padres fourth, Diamondbacks fifth, could be the standings when the season is finished. Very realistic. That's all I'm going to say. We don't need to get into that much more. Last weekend, Dodgers and Padres played each other. Dodgers swept the Padres. Shocker. Uh, Cardinals and Reds played. Cardinals took two out of three. Yankees played the Guardians. Yankees, I believe, swept. Phillies and Brewers played. Phillies. No, Brewers took two out of three. Rockies and Tigers played. I think the Rockies took that series. Jared, correct? Uh, I believe so. Cubs, I know that, Pirates. I know, that the, I know that the fucking the Tigers throttled on one of the games, though. Yeah, 13 nothing. I want to talk about throttled, by the way. Uh, on Saturday, the Cubs beat the Pirates 21 to 0. This is a straight up football score. <laughs> 21 to 0. And by the way, the Pirates won the series. They took two out of three, but the Cubs beat them 21 nothing. Uh, White Sox and Indian uh, White Sox and uh, Twins played each other, and I think the Twins either swept them or took two out of three. Uh, Blue Jays took two out of three from Houston. Tampa took two out of three from Boston. I think the Marlins might have took two out of three from the Braves. Mets took two out of three from the D-backs. Angels took two out of three from the Orioles, and I think the Mariners swept. The Royals. Potentially. Wait for it. Wait for it. Yeah, they swept them. So, looking at some streaks here, Jared. Not to get too alarming. The White Sox have lost seven games in a row. Ouch. Yeah. I don't know why. I just don't. It's like they have, you know, who's fucking sucked this year so far? The guy that we were bending over backwards for, Luis Robert. Hendricks. Oh, Liam Hendricks. Oh, Liam Hendricks has been an ass. He's blown like fucking three saves. Yeah, right? he hasn't been good. Um. Yeah. So looking at the series that are starting up here, Jared, this week, and we'll just go through this weekend: Padres, Reds, Brewers, Pirates, Mariners, Rays. Series to note, probably Red Sox, Blue Jays, Mets, Cardinals, Giants, Oakland, maybe. That's through Thursday. Then this weekend, series to note, Astros, Blue Jays, Mets, Phillies, Cubs, Brewers. That's it. The rest of the series should Ones we didn't mention should be sweeps or the better team should take two out of three very, very easily. Over the weekend, Jared, Sunday Night Baseball, ESPN, Phillies, Brewers, Pitchers Duel, seven shutout innings from Eric Lauer, seven shutout innings from Aaron Nola, 0-0 zero, zero ball game going into the ninth. The Brewers score on a sacrifice fly, take a one nothing lead. Kyle Schwarber comes to the plate in the bottom of the ninth. 
leading off, works the count to three and two, gets rung up on a strike three pitch that was a good few inches off the plate. Certainly not a strike. Problem is, the guy who called strike three was Angel Hernandez, who was having a dog shit game up to that point. Dog shit. Ump scorecards, Jared. The Twitter, I think, have we mentioned that one on here before? We did because we talked about uh, we talked about the one that we pointed out is really good. Yeah, you were you were talking about that. Uh, April twenty April twenty fifth. Angel Hernandez overall accuracy eighty eight percent clip. Overall consistency eighty eight percent. League average on both of those is ninety four percent. He called. Uh, called strike accuracy was 77% and the league average is 88. And he called a pitch, Jared, this number two one, this pitch to Gene Segura. It was probably nine or 10 inches off the plate. Horrible. We've talked about the umpires before. We've talked about how we can improve it, Jared. We've talked about, well, we've talked about a lot of different ways of trying to go about eliminating dog shit like Angel Hernandez. Okay. After the performance that Angel Hernandez had, how does he not get fined? I just don't get why he's still an umpire. Jared, if you're if like, you're a hitter and you go, or if you're a, let's say a pitcher, because the umpires get home plate once every four or five games. If you're a pitcher, starting pitcher, you go out in your first outing of the year, and you pitch two innings, give up six earned runs, seven hits, three walks, two strikeouts. Ah, rough start. Next time you go out, two and a third, eight hits, six earned runs, four walks, three strikeouts. Next start, you go out, one inning pitched, nine earned runs, ten hits. Next start, you go out, four innings, six hits, five earned runs, four walks, four strikeouts. There's a pattern there. And the pattern is you're not good. You suck. And when you don't perform well, after, let's say, in that ex- uh, that specific example that I just listed, you're a rookie and you're a five-starter, guess what? You're gone. You're sent down. You're done. You're no longer performing at the level that you were uh, promoted to. Angel Hernandez needs to get sent down to AAA, and he needs to make five grand a month working an umpire tra- as an umpire in AAA, riding buses, traveling his sorry ass all over the country until he learns to be a better umpire. And if he doesn't learn, guess he doesn't get to be a major league umpire. But the MLB umpires union has way too much power because a guy like Angel Hernandez should never be within a thousand yards of a major league baseball field ever period. He is f- absolute garbage travesty to the game and he's detrimental to the integrity of the sport 
He literally just doesn't care that he calls horrible games, horrible games over and 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 over. He doesn't stop, Jared. Something has to happen. Something has to change because everyone made the big mockery of Kyle Schwarber. No one was disagreeing with Schwarber, by the way, at all. Nobody. Everybody was on his side. It was a classic blow-up situation. And the best part, by the way, the best part. So Schwarber strikes out looking. He strikes out looking on a fastball that's three inches, four inches off the plate. Should have been a walk. He spikes his helmet, spikes his bat, doesn't even get in Angel Hernandez's face. He walks over to the plate, goes to the right-handed batter's box and says, you've been calling shit over here? Goes to the left-handed batter's box. You've been calling shit over here? And he points at his brim of his hat. You've been calling shit up here? And then he goes, by the way, he goes back to the dugout. He's pissed off. He stops halfway, turns around and goes, by the way, it's both sides. It's both ways. They complain about it. We complain about it. It's fucking horrible. It's horseshit is what he said. And, and normally if like the guy's arguing and he's pointing at the other dugout or he's saying, cause he did it when he was at home plate too. Like that's not usually condoned. Cause the other team can be like, Hey dude, just don't like leave us out of it. Right? Like don't, don't talk about our guys. Don't, but the Brewers guys in the background of this are just arms crossed, just standing there watching it happen. They have nothing to say because they wholeheartedly agree with Kyle Schwarber that Angel Hernandez is fucking dog shit. Like horrible, horrible, horrible. So get him out. The only reason that, and the only reason that he's still there is because the umpires are unionized, aren't they? Correct. Correct. They have an umpire umpire union. Correct. It's like, and it's like that doesn't just give you. That's all. You know what the, <laughs> you know what the umpire union is like. It's like in uh, Talladega Nights, when he says, "With all due respect." And he thinks he can say whatever he wants afterwards. That's literally what Angel Hernandez thinks. He thinks that just because they're part of a union that he can consistently just perform like absolute dog shit game in and game out. And, dude, and it's always him. Joe West always, and Joe West was the other dude, guy too. Joe West oh, was like they're, that they're too. Bad. Dude, it was. Yeah, they're bad. But Angel, Angel Hernandez, like every time you fucking hop on Twitter. Do you see the video? On, base, you on, see? Baseball, on baseball Twitter. Do you see the video, Jared? He's he, everywhere. You see the video? He's pulling out of the stadium. They waited for him after the game in Philly. He, he's pulling his either rental car or maybe it's his personal car. I don't know. Either way, it's an ugly-ass fucking car. But he pulls it out. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> he, pulls the, he pulls the car out of the... Uh, out of the... Um, he comes out of the tunnel the, underneath the, the stadium. Little, yeah. He comes yeah, out of yeah. the parking tunnel for the umpires. And... <laughs> This guy's got his phone and he's following Angel Hernandez's car just as he turns left out of the out of the parking garage. It's Angel Hernandez, you fucking suck. You fucking yeah. piece of shit. Fuck you. And Angel Hernandez is Angel Hernandez thinks it's funny. Like he's literally just laughing. He's like, <laughs> this is great. I'm fucking dog shit. Like he knows. That's the worst part, Jared. He knows he sucks. And he knows he can get away with it. That's why it's frustrating. And that's why it's the worst for these players. Because it's like, dude, not again. Not again. Another time. And then they go up to him and they're like, you are terrible. And he's like, well, you're gone. You're ejected. You can't argue balls and strikes, even if you're right. Like, what is that system? In the NBA, it's very similar. Guys make a foul call and it's like, and the the players are like i didn't touch him and the ref goes 
technical. It's like, guys, there needs to be accountability. And in fact, I will say to that point, I think some NBA referees and NFL referees get punished for poor performances or poor calls. Like I think the the this past year in the NFL playoffs, Jerome Boger, the black NFL referee, he's been in the NFL for a ton of years. Super notable guy. Everyone knows who he is. I thought he was a pretty good referee. Uh, I guess he did like the first game for the Bengals and uh, like the Titans or something. Missed a bunch of calls. The whole crew did. And the NFL released the press release after the game, like on Monday. And they're like, yeah, Jerome Boger and his crew are not going to be on any games for the rest of the postseason. And everyone's like, great. Great call. Yeah, I remember that. They're like, yeah, great, because he like, missed a bunch of calls and they weren't good at their job. So they shouldn't be rewarded for it. And then that's the other thing, Jared, too, about the umpires union. Like, Angel Hernandez, if he wanted to, could umpire until he's like, 94 years old <laughs> and like nothing yeah, would there happen should be, there should be like a there should be like an age limit thing where like like it's almost like how like in my mind it should be like a driver's license when you get to a certain age you should have to retest for your 100 percent. also jared you so, know about the time that angel hernandez filed a here let me let me angel should be like just just blind out there just calling balls and strikes like i'm not i don't fucking know <laughs> um so I don't know if you knew this or not, Jared, but back in he filed it, I think, in 2021 or 2020. He sued the U.S. District Court. Or no, he sued. Sorry. Andrew Hernandez sued Major League Baseball. Did you know about this? He filed a lawsuit against Major League Baseball alleging racial discrimination. He was hired in 93 and he was alleging that he was discriminated against because he had not been assigned a world series game since 2005 and had not been and had been passed over as a crew chief. Uh, The court concluded by the way, that uh, he basically lost his lawsuit and that there was no racial discrimination going against him. And we're not, we're not here Jared to talk about any sort of racial disparity or race discussion of any kind but what we are here to do Jared, or jared is to hold people accountable and for him to have the fucking audacity to sue major league baseball for racial discrimination for not getting give they they, they assign big games and big moments to good umpires all-star game postseason games world series games crew chief same thing if you're a great umpire crew chief he sued the major leagues because he wasn't getting the big games and crew chief. Huh. I wonder why he wasn't getting given the big games. I wonder why he wasn't getting the all-star game and the world series. I wonder why he thought that he thought it was racial discrimination. doesn't matter what the meeting was or if he thought it was racial or not. That's not the point. The point is he didn't get the games because he was fucking horrible at his job horrible at his job if you have a uh if you have a sales manager jared and you're on the sales team you're one of the five salesmen on the sales team and jared sells five thousand sweatshirts a month and ryan sells 500 sweatshirts a month but i'm younger 
I'm younger. I'm 10 years younger than Jared. And a huge company calls and says, we need 5,000 sweatshirts by the end of the month. Who's the sales manager going to give the order to, Jared? Me or you? Probably you. But in Angel Hernandez's case, they're giving it to you. And Angel Hernandez goes, that's racist. You can't do that. Yeah. yeah. I, I deserve that, even though he's just fucking wildly just no. Just significantly better than what than my than I am at my job. But that's yeah. not the reason well, it's, why. It's it's just like you said, it's just like you said earlier. Like if you're the fucking you're the five starter for a team and you're getting your your tits lit every fucking game, you're no longer the five starter. <laughs> you're no longer starting in the rotation. It should be yeah, like you said, it should be the exact same for umpires. And and there shouldn't be could you imagine could you imagine a guy just going out and just, just being the worst pitcher on the staff and then trying to sue like sue the team? Because he is like They set him down and he's like he he's, sues he's, him for the yearly like, he's, wages. He's, he's, yeah, yeah, because he's 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 like so he's like say he's like Venezuelan. And he's like, No, that's fucked. You guys are racist. That's why you didn't get to me. It's like, dude, the the league is the league is full of all sorts of different ethnicities and the star players the star players, they're white, they're Dominican, they're black, they're Asian. You know, like, it's like, there's no, there's no racial discrimination. Whoever performs. Are you telling me, Jared, there's not one umpire that could do a, one person on this planet Earth that couldn't do a better job than Angel Hernandez behind the plate? That is so, fu- that is such a fucking joke that there's not, dude, there's times in the major leagues, guys, uh, Jared, where guys have like there's games where guys have such a bad performance that they get sent down that day, that day, they are so bad, yeah. and the, and the team's like you're not good, bye, and the umpires union just doesn't give a fuck, dude. It's dude, it's bad, it's really bad. Angel Hernandez needs to go soon, and then after him, CB Buckner. And then after that, we can start to weed out the really, the more below average but decent guys. So, yeah, he's trash. He's trash. That's, that's the moral. That's the moral of the story. He's trash. He should be more performance based. Yeah. Speaking of trash, Jared, Yankee fans. No, I'm kidding. They're not. They're not all trash. They're not all trash. But a lot of them are, and. I don't know. I mean, okay, so here's the story. The Yankees are playing the Indian. Ugh, fuck. The Yankees are playing the Guardians. And I don't know. I guess there was a play or an incident where one of the outfielders got kind of injured early on in the game towards the outfield warning track. Terry Francona and the trainer come out and talk. The Yankee fans in the outfield bleachers are chirping the outfielders, calling them names, telling them they'd beat their ass, all this shit. The video comes out, Jared, Miles Straw, the center fielder. The video that you initially saw was him climbing up the wall and, like, hanging over the top of the wall and talking to the Yankee fans. Somebody got it on video and posted it, like, this morning or yesterday where he was up there. And he was like, you fucking hit me. Hit me, motherfucker. Hit me, motherfucker. And he's saying it to the Yankees fans because they're probably saying, like, oh, I beat your fucking ass, Straw, like, whatever. And listen, I get it. And this is kind of playing into maybe the the more – you know, the stuff we talked about on, on the phenomenal fan podcast about like the mental health of these players, dude, the fucking audacity that some of these fans have to just like feel entitled to say shit like that. First of all, like, what do you get out of it? Nothing. You don't do it. Like you get nothing out of it. And 
if anything, the players will react, and it's like, that's great, but you didn't change the outcome of the game. And then the, that goes on. Obviously, there's some hostility between the Yank the Guardians outfielders and the Yankee fans. Later in the game, Yankees get a walk-off base hit from Glaber Torres in right field. The Yankee fans subsequently start throwing beers and cups onto the field just at the outfielders, like aiming for the outfielders. And then the outfielders are like, dude, what the fuck? Other guys come over and help them out and hold them back. Yankees can't even celebrate the walk-off hit. They mob Glaber Torres for like a second, and then they look to the outfield, and they're like, wow, that's super fucking shitty that our fans are throwing things at the other team. Aaron Judge, Giancarlo, they run out there. They're like putting their hands in the air like, dude, stop. Just stop doing this. And the fans still just like kind of just chucking shit periodically after that. But on a more general sense, Jared, like why is that happening? Like when – like that stuff used to happen it's in like just, the eighties and nineties, and they were like, like it's that just was fucking. Mo- it's it's kind of it's kind of out of control in the general sense of if you think about like that, like the way a mob mentality can fucking really get out of control. It's got to be it's got to be a scary feeling to be an outfielder. To be honest, to be to to be a player at that point when that shit 100%. starts to happen. Like what fucking? I mean, I don't think they obviously they don't sell bottles for a, a reason. A game glass you know? bottles, like, yeah. Yeah, glass bottles. But could you imagine? I, I bet you they at some point they. That's why the all you get is Did a, a can. full can just, of beer. Dude, dude, you know how bad dude, that would hurt. About, dude, you got fucking forty thousand people just put, like raining down. You want to talk about mental stress? Like, like that's fucking scary. You know, like if all of a sudden, you know, all it's of not, a sudden dude, and it's not even it's and, not even forty thousand because you know not all forty thousand. All it takes no, is a but dozen. You know what I mean? it's, it, that's probably that's probably what it feels like though. For sure. You look up. You look up and you see a crowd. You see shit raining down on you. And guess what, Jared? All it takes is 15 or 20 of the guys in the right field bleachers to gang up or get that mob mentality and feel like, fuck it, I got nothing to lose and I'm hammered. And I love the Yankees. Like, they all jump the fence. And then then the guy's in serious trouble. Like, that's obviously not going to happen. But, dude, I mean, just like, I mean, I already put out a TikTok about it. But, like, I mean, Yankee fans, like, you got to clean it up, dude. Big time. Big time you got to clean it up. Like that's that's not only like questionable. It's not like it's just questionable. Like people are throwing shit, and you're like, "Man, that's that kind of sucks." No, no. Like there needs to be a borderline forensic analysis of this fucking like I want fucking fingerprints off these cups. I want fucking every single piece of camera footage that you have available i want every angle of every part of that section and i want every guy to be identified and banned for life every single person and you can see to a certain extent what like the names that are associated with the purchases of each ticket so maybe narrow it down like that bring them all in for questioning seriously fingerprint them that's not a joke because that's a fucking crime dude yeah and you got and you got all sorts of fucking you have a million cameras you get a million cameras. A too, million, not not just the broadcast cameras, like, like surveillance every, cameras. Every, yeah, yeah. Every single, every like you could, I guarantee there's an angle of every single part of the stadium that hundred percent. You could you could go and, and pinpoint those, and you got to make a fucking. I know that they are they do they do a pretty good job of that. Like if a fan runs on the field, like you can end up in jail, you know. And like that's that's seemingly a lot more harmless than trying to fucking like that's assault throwing something at a player. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. So it's like. So it's like you get a camera angle of them and, and fucking make an example out of those guys. 
well, I don't know what what it is, whether it's a fine or you fucking stick him in jail for a couple of months. You have well, to make an example. I don't know, but yeah, but it's like if you don't, because I haven't heard like, shit about it. And these guys are just—that's yeah. the other thing about. It's the problem with this whole situation. It's that these guys, they hunch down behind the the row in front of them and they fucking grenade toss a, and they get away with it. And then they just, and then security comes down. They're like, hey, guys, stop throwing shit. Like, no, no. Like, what would happen if nobody was throwing anything and it was a calm period in the game and somebody climbed up on the railing and fired a beer at Aaron Judge at Yankee Stadium? Guy's done. Jail. Jail. Prison. But instead, now it's a mob mentality, like you said, and five or six or 10 or 12, 15 or 20 beers come raining down. Whoa, where's that coming from? Is it this? Is it, I, dangerous. And it's like, it's, oh, dude, it's yeah, honestly and, and, such a bad look, by the way, too, for baseball. Such a bad look for Yankees fans. If I was a Yankees fan, dude, that would suck. You're like, dude. Yeah, and uh, and I know maybe, maybe I was maybe I was a little uh, like and I, and I got to say, like, like what? We've discussed we discussed in the other podcast about the NBA players snapping back up. And in my mind, Miles, Miles Straw. He's got to, I, he, I get it. You're frustrated. You can't jump up on the wall and start fucking trying to get into it. Cause, because you're going to cause, you're going to incite that type of behavior right. out of a bunch right. of fucking drunk idiots at a ball game, especially in New York. You know, you just have this, there's East coast people. They're already kind of fucking harsh as it is. Like fuck your own ass. Like that's like some, something in New York, like a New Yorker would say, you know? So it's like, you can't jump, jump up there. It's like, Hey, for your own safety, plus the fact that you're a professional, you cannot do that as well. But that doesn't give the fans the fucking right to be thrown shit. The difference between them is the difference between what we talked about in this and, the, and what we've seen recently in basketball is the basketball guys, you know, you saw, you're, hey, you're not, you know, they're talking a little shit. And then the basketball player snaps back and says something fucking suck my dick or shut shut the fuck up, like something like that. You yeah. Know? And it's like, and it's more close quarters and there's more people around and yeah. security is it's a tighter venue. And also, I mean, how many times have you seen in the NBA, LeBron guys courtside or whatever that he comes up to the security. He's like, these two guys right here, get them out. I don't want to fucking deal with this shit anymore. These guys are saying racial yeah. shit. They're saying shit about my family. Get them out. Yeah. And they yeah, do it in baseball. And I don't know if they do that in baseball. I haven't seen it. And that if really, they do, they it, but, and, and I've seen it and I've seen it fucking, I, there's people always talking shit behind uh home plate to the batters. And, and I get it. It's like, you want to talk a little shit. And it's like, I mean, the, at the end of the day, and, I, and this goes for the basketball players as well. You're a fucking human. You know, we're, it doesn't matter whether, like, I get that, like I said, I've said, you need to be professional and, and you try to fucking block that shit out and understand it's kind of part of it. But at the same time, God, there's some fucking nasty shit that does get said to these guys. They're frustrated. They got shit going on on the court. They got competitive juices flowing already. So I get why they fu- they fire back a lot of times. 100%. I'm just saying, like, a lot, a lot of the times, like, you just got to... You know, like you just you just kind of hope to see that shit get cleaned up in general in sports. And I and I do like what you said about the NBA. Like they point at him and say, "Hey, get the fuck out of here." Same thing with a guy behind home plate. You want to sit here and fucking chirp him, and you start saying shit about his family or something like that. You should be able to. Point, you should have a security guy right there standing outside the dugout and say, "Hey, that little that fucking douchebag in row three is saying shit about my daughter or my wife, whatever it is." Hundred percent. And get and they should get kicked out of the game. And that there shouldn't be like. You want to like heckle or whatever? That's you know that's fine. But like, I think that there's a probably a personal side that's too much that where you, you kind of cross that line. I agree. And you know you you awaken something that's outside of the game. You start getting real personal with it, and that shit's annoying. So clean it up. And 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 no, 
instance ever i just i think fans and fucking players should be making contact or getting close like miles straw did or kind of just kind of takes you back to the malice of the palace situation with run our test fucking punching fans in the stands you know like people can't happen them it's like yeah it's just a it's it's just a shitty fucking ugly look it's a black eye on the sports black eye for each franchise that's involved or and, and even, the players involved yeah so and like, like miles straw hope, hope now, to see it cleaned up. yeah like miles straw now is i mean it's not going to be his entire legacy or if you know i don't even know if miles straw has a legacy but in the general scheme people are going to see him or god forbid that next time the guardians come to to uh yankee stadium it's it's bad like, it's gonna be ugly you know what i mean they're gonna boo him again they're gonna i don't know man it it's a tough look it's a tough look but at the end of the day um you know you hate to see it is it gonna happen again jared probably not i hope not i think even more so the part that's maybe a little bit frustrating is that it was Yankee fans because they've also been the fan base. That's kind of been labeled as the super fucking annoying ones with the 27 rings and the aggressive, you know, rebuttals, everything. They just, they are the ones where they've had the kind of the bad rap. And so now for them, it's even worse. Cause it's like, Oh, of course, of course the fucking Yankee fans did it. Of course. They're the ones that threw shit on the field. Probably would have been the same way if it was like the, if it was the maybe the Phillies, maybe I don't know, Jared, who else? The Red Sox. You know, it's like you said, it's just kind of that East Coast thing where it's like, like guys, don't play into the stereotype. Don't don't give people more fuel because now every time Yankee like if I meet somebody at the bar or I meet a guy or I'm chatting it up with some guy, he's like, Oh, I like the Yankees. And I'm like in the back of my head, am I like is he, the, is he the type of Yankees fan that's going to throw shit on the field? Or is he the type of Yankees fan that's not going to throw shit on the field? That's a bad look. Because you don't think that about Cubs fans. You don't think that about Rockies fans. You don't think that about fucking, I don't know. you know? You kind of you you think about the Cubs fan. Because the tradition of throw it back. Well, no. Throw it but back. not beer. Not beer on the field. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Like, let's, you know what the fuck I'm saying, all right? <laughs> just, just get fired up about it. But no, it's... uh. It's a tough look. It is what it is. Baseball doesn't need that kind of shit, and hopefully we can move on as a, as a sport from that kind of bullshit because it just sucks. It's like, and just, ugh, I don't like that. But, um, yeah, we already touched on it. But this weekend, season uh, series to watch, Astros, Blue Jays should be fun. Angels, White Sox should be pretty good. Phillies, Mets. Cubs, Brewers, Tigers, Dodgers, potentially. The rest of these series should go one way. Tigers, Nationals, Giants. Tigers, Dodgers should be actually is kind of a cool one because, like we said, like we've talked about before, the Tigers are Tigers kind of sneaky. They're kind of like yeah. sneaky, like better better than people think. So it'd be kind of cool to see them go up against some good competition, see if they can't squeeze out a couple wins or something, or at least a one. Yeah, the rest of these series, Giants, Nationals, Giants should sweep Oakland and Cleveland. I mean, that's just like boring, but maybe Oakland will win. Rockies, Reds, Rockies should sweep. Cardinals, D-backs, Cardinals should sweep. Yankees, Royals, Yankees should sweep. 
Braves Rangers, just like two teams that aren't playing well right now, but Braves honestly should handle business there. Twins Rays, that should be a good series. Twins Rays, I, di I didn't get that one on the way through. That, should, that one should be good. And then like Red Sox Orioles, Red Sox should sweep. Mariners Marlins, Mariners should sweep. Padres Pirates, Padres should sweep. So we know that that's not going to be the case and that all those better teams are not going to sweep, but it is what it is. Either way, we appreciate you guys tuning in to the Between the Stitches podcast, baseball-only show with Jared and Ryan, extension of the Phenomenal Fan Media Group, episode 11. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Be sure to tune in next time for episode 12. Follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow the, po the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Check us out on Patreon for exclusive, exclusive content. You can only get the shit on Patreon. I don't know what you guys are waiting for. Check out our new merch and our soon-to-be newer merch specific to your guys' team. We're going to try to do – it's probably going to be a slower rollout, but we're going to try to do, you know, some shit for each, each team potentially. So keep an eye out for it. Other than that, Jared – Pretty much gonna it's gonna do it. We'll catch you guys on the next episode. If you got anything for them, yeah, there it is. There it is. We'll catch you guys on episode twelve. Thanks for tuning in. See you Let's next go. time. I'm And raise our